angrily. She jerked upright, her peculiar amber eyes opening, and a cry, a name, breaking from her throat before she could stop it. Tarod! The gelding lifted its head and regarded her curiously. Kailan stared back, bewildered, knowing only that she had never seen this place before. Hammers were beating in her skull. Wincing with pain, she slumped back against the tree trunk, and every muscle twinged at the movement, making her feel as though her body were on fire. Her mind struggled to assimilate the impossible evidence of her senses. Where was the castle? What had happened to Tarad? They had found her in the stable when she was trying to reach him, dragged her out into the black-walled courtyard where the high initiate waited. Then, as the warp storm had come shrieking overhead, Tarad had appeared. The warp. Abruptly, Kailan remembered, and with the memory came a sickness that clutched at her empty stomach and made her wretch violently and uselessly doubled up against the tree's unyielding bark. She recalled the confrontation in the courtyard, her own escape. She had kicked the high initiate, bitten the burly man who held her, and her precipitous flight when, cornered, she had taken her sole chance and leaped on the gelding's back. She had had some wild idea of riding down anyone who stood in her path and forcing a way through to Tarad. But the horse had panicked bolted, and careened out through the castle gates, straight into the path of the monstrous supernatural storm that raged outside. Kailan shuddered as images of the horrors she had glimpsed in the split second before the warp engulfed her slid past her defenses. The mountains, twisted to impossible shapes and dimensions, the sea, seeming to rear in a titanic wall of water, Wild, monstrous faces manifesting from cloud and lightning. Serpent tongues darting and voices bellowing incessantly. Then a black wall had thundered in to meet her, and she knew only darkness and madness until she had burst in a howling cacophony of noise and brilliance and buffeting pain onto a scene that almost smashed her sanity with its sheer normality. She had been flung from the saddle as the gelding fell, and the uncompromising solidity of the tree trunk obliterated her consciousness. At last, the six spasms faded, and she pulled herself to a less cramped position. She was alive, and whatever her predicament, that in itself was cause for gratitude. Everyone in the land was brought up from childhood with a paralyzing terror of the warps. There was not a soul alive who had not heard the high, thin wailing out of the far north, and then seen the bands of sickly color marching across the sky, announcing the onset of one of the appalling supernatural storms. The warps were a legacy of chaos, a last remaining manifestation of the pandemonium that had once ruled unchecked in the world before the rise of order. And when they came, terrifying and unpredictable, every man, woman, and child took shelter. Those who failed to find it had fervent prayers said for their souls by the sisters of Eris, and left behind the friends and relatives who knew that no trace of them 
would ever be found. Legend had it that the wailing scream which accompanied the warp was the massed lamentations of all those lost and damned, born on the winds of chaos. But twice now, Kailan had survived the horror of the storms. Twice she had found herself carried by the maelstrom and left battered and bruised, but alive, in some distant and unfamiliar place. The legends were credible. Then she should be dead, and damned to whatever hell awaited the warp's victims. Yet she lived, and the knowledge of why she lived made her shiver as she recalled the cold, calculating being who had pragmatically chosen to offer her his protection. Yandros, Lord of Chaos.